Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Chris and Amy Show, sponsored by Summer at SLU. Find your kids' best summer yet at St. Louis University. Chris and Amy here with you. Chris Ranji, Amy Mark Scores. Thank you for joining us this morning. If you're listening on 1120 AM, you can always check out 98.7 FM, a nice, clear FM Feed you can, especially along the 40 corridor, really, really nice. Also, the Odyssey app is free to download. You can take us with you wherever you go, the gym or shopping or doing outside, working outside in the yard, carry us with you. And if you miss anything, you can check out the Chris and Amy Show podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's a good podcast. It's a great podcast. I subscribe to it and it downloads to my phone automatically every day. I, I do too. I do, too, because I care about us. I do, too. I want to boost those yeah. numbers. You know what I mean? Also, uh, speaking of numbers, here's a good number for you to program into your phone. 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900 to call or text. Oh, do you want to tell them about the other thing, too, that the, they're going to have to know a different phone number for, but we'll tell them what that is at a different time? The voicemail? Oh, no. Sorry. Well, that, that's always, <laughs> yes, that's a, no, the voicemails is always available. 314. Uh, 314-944-1120. You can leave us a voicemail whenever you want. Middle I for, of the night. Doesn't I, matter. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Um, I was going to try to play a song, but I don't think we have it. It's Barry Manilow, baby. Yeah, Barry Manilow. It, we're giving away Barry Manilow tickets. So if you we gave away a pair yesterday, we're going to give yes. away a pair of Barry Manilow tickets today and the rest of the week. So you got to listen. And then when we tell you to call in, you'll want to call in. The number? Oh, well, no, I'm not going to give it now because then they'll start calling it now. Oh, that's a good point. They don't know how to follow. They don't know how to follow directions. <laughs> that's a good point. I'm sorry, I forgot when you talked about the number. Just wait. Just, Just just wait. We'll give it to you when it's time. But there's going to be a time before the show's over. You can win a pair of tickets to see Barry. Yeah, Barry Manilow. You Manilow. know, he sings Copacabana. He does. All right, Ranj, I saw today a headline that Dartmouth is going to reinstate standardized tests as a requirement for admissions. So a lot of colleges over the past few years have eschewed standardized tests like the ACT or the SAT, making them optional. Um, they wanted, they did feel that the standardized tests were somehow excluding people and that really in the name of what they said, fairness or equity or what have you, that they were going to get rid of those tests. So that was no longer a requirement for admissions. Well, Dartmouth is taking action on what studies have found. And, and actually, this was a story that I saw weeks ago um, in the New York Times that a growing number of experts and university administrators have seen that switch of getting rid of the requirement for standardized tests actually had the opposite effect of what they were hoping. They would hope that it would open more doors and in, 
and increase equity and diversity in their student population. But what was happening is the extracurricular activities, whether that be opportunities to travel or help with writing essays or even uh, personal recommendations, it really benefited those with the most resources. And a standardized test actually leveled the playing field. Here's what here's what Dartmouth said yesterday. Quote, the evidence supporting our reactivation of a required testing policy is clear. We believe a standardized testing requirement will improve and not detract from our ability to bring the most promising and diverse students to our campus. And I think it makes a lot of sense. This I was against getting rid of the tests, but I think the studies are showing now that the tests do serve a purpose and they do help provide an option to show your ability if maybe you don't have the resources to go out and get writing tutors or go travel the world or volunteer. Are, are we talking just SAT, ACT, or the standardized yes. tests that you take in, in high school? No, these are college application standardized tests, so the SAT and the ACT specifically. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can see a benefit to having it. Uh, I don't believe... And again, I don't have numbers on this, but I don't believe it necessarily determines how well you're actually going to do in college. Because I do know people who have gotten into college to prestigious universities just based on the SAT score mm-hmm. alone. That maybe they weren't even all that great in high school. And then, you know, they, they're like, oh, look at this uh, 1600 or 1500 or whatever is really, I think 16 is perfect, right? So. Um, based on just getting a 1500 plus or, or whatever it is into college, when there are people who work very hard in high school and they end up having the grades to show it and then maybe they don't, they don't get in. I don't know if it's, I mean, for me, I don't know if it's something to, to really be concerned about or that it means something greater. Like, oh, here we go with education. They're not even really trying to, to go by merit any longer because there are probably a lot of different things that happen for students, prospective students coming out of high school that get them into colleges that have nothing to do with merit beyond standardized test scores. So, but, and I, and I don't think, like I said, it, it really predicts how well you're going to do in college because some people aren't good at those things. Some people aren't good at, at just sitting down, taking tests mm-hmm. and it's several hours that you're there. They have difficulty concentrating in that way. But that doesn't mean they're not going to go to college and work hard. No, and it doesn't. It doesn't. But again, there's no perfect measure. I mean, if you're looking at millions and millions of students and you have to have some way to figure out which students would be best for your university, you've got to have some way. That's why the ACT even added a writing element. They didn't have an essay writing element when I took the ACT 100,000 years ago. They didn't have it. Man, I wish they had because my strength was writing. I was okay on the ACT, but a lot of my peers got much better scores. A lot of scholarships don't even begin until you hit a certain number. But for me, the writing would have helped. And the there thing- was reading comprehension, right? But there wasn't mm-hmm. an actual writing section. Yeah, there's oh yeah, there's been reading comprehension, but there wasn't an sure. essay writing, and now there is. Yep. And the thing is, and this has been huge, and this is probably important to me, having been in the teaching and tutoring world is that grade inflation is very real. The New York Times had a great story on this um, a couple months ago, and it said in 2016, 47 percent 
of high school students graduated with grades in the A range. And what they're saying is like, if everyone gets an A, not not everyone, no one gets an A. Like an A's got to mean something. And so there is actually grade inflation. We see it a lot of times teachers have to fall back on grade inflation, partly because parents, right? You have the helicopter parents that lose their minds if their child gets anything less than an A. There's a lot of different pressures for grade inflation. And if you're having all of these students within percentage points of each other, well, a test can help be a differentiating factor, even though it doesn't tell you how good you're going to do in life or how far you're going to go. It's just one small option. If if you expand this to talk about the standardized tests from from high school that mm-hmm. kids have to take and there were a lot they implemented after I, I forgot what they called them when I was in school but there were many that once I graduated long after I graduated they implemented some additional ones for high school students mm-hmm. and I recall hearing teachers talk about them at least a couple who would say that they're they're teaching to the tests now because if they're state testing, for example, and I think it has a lot to do with funding where they would have to make sure all the students were doing well on the tests. So they were teaching to the test to help you pass the test to do well on it instead of really teaching you to learn, which are two different things. So I, I I mean, you're right. There's no perfect way to, to do all Mm -hmm. of this, but I don't have a problem if there are standardized tests uh generally speaking it it just can't be everything it can't become everything no and again like i'm that person that had always kind of poo-pooed not standardized tests i like standardized tests but i poo-pooed the the overwhelming emphasis we placed on them as if they were the end-all be-all of what you could accomplish i agree with you on that yeah and i and i disagree with that i also know that a lot of students can get ACT, SAT tutors. It's a huge a little micro economy of learning how to take that specific test. But again, because of that, right, people thought, well, maybe we can make this optional, this test part for college admissions optional. But again, the Wall Street Journal goes on to report about faculty researchers, specifically at Dartmouth, found that the test optional policy did not necessarily increase the proportion of less advantaged students in the applicant pool. It kind of did the opposite because students who face socioeconomic disadvantages need more opportunities to demonstrate academic ability rather than fewer opportunities. And that makes sense. Sure. Have you, um, Amy, heard the joke? I think it's Daniel Tosh. I'm pretty sure it's Daniel Mm -hmm. Tosh where he's... um, talking about people who say they're bad at taking tests. And he said, what's the part of the test that's most difficult for you when they find out what you know? <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind I, of a good joke. It's a good joke <laughs> because there, because there's some truth to it. Like we all can say that maybe we don't do our best on a test, but to a point, the tests are not complete failures. They're going to indicate right. Let's say you do poorly on a test for your ability. You might still do well above the average because your ability is that much higher than the average. Um, but yeah, what's the hard part when they find out how much you know? Well, again, it goes on to say that research has, again, increasingly shown that standardized tests contain contain real information 
They help predict college grades. They predict chances of graduation and have helped predict post-college success. Test scores are more reliable than high school grades, partly because of the grade inflation in recent years. So it, it's just a good predictor of academic success, much better predictor of academic success than high school grades. This is according even to president of Brown University, Stuart Schmill, the dean of admissions at MIT, said the same. They also reinstated standardized test requirements. He said just getting straight A's is not enough information for us to know whether students are going to succeed or not. And think of a school like MIT. If you well, say I would, you're a I would bad say test about, taker, you're going to yeah. do pretty good on I, the math I section. would say... I would say at a at certain colleges where, you know, an engineering mm-hmm. school, for example, a technical college like MIT, yeah, stuff like that's probably yeah. going to matter more than if you're going to a, a, an education school, for example, or a nursing school. It's a it's a whole lot different. Yeah. Um. It, it just that's why we have so many different universities with so many different uh, uh, levels of expertise and areas of expertise that I don't know that there needs to be one standard way of doing everything to determine whether or not you're good enough for that college or if you belong in that university. But then again, you know, I'm not an educator and Mm -hmm. I'm not pretending to be an educator. I'm not pretending to know what's best for people. Well, and I think that's why you're starting to see these big Ivy League schools like Dartmouth, MIT, Brown, reinstitute standardized tests because those are elite universities and if you're not a bad if you're a bad test taker to the point that you're doing very poorly on an act or an sat one you need to be a better test taker and two maybe you're not as proficient in those categories that you thought you were and definitely don't have the mastery that you'll need in them in order to succeed at mit if the ACT is taking you down, sure. MIT is going to be too hard. Sure. <laughs> just... I, I, but also, I, I just don't – I don't know that this is a – I guess this is one of those things where I can go either way on it, but I also don't see it as a as a massive problem mm-hmm. one way or the other. I think if, if we have education problems in the country, it's underfunded schools around the country. That is a bigger problem. Low teacher pay at, a, at the lower levels, that is a huge problem. Stuff like that. You know, I don't know that this is a this really spells anything about the country and where we're headed. Well, I think at the very least, the way I view it is it's self-correcting people. I'm glad the universities are noticing, hey, this is not working. It might be actually producing the opposite results that we want. Let's reinstate the tests. He's Chris Ranji. I'm Amy Mark Scorza. Chris, uh, I need to get your opinion on this because you're a big union guy. Mm-hmm. You're a sports guy. Yeah. And uh, you also are a champion of athletes and the name, image, likeness, you know, getting what they're worth. Yes. Dartmouth basketball. The Dartmouth We're bas- still on Dartmouth. They're, man, they're all over the place. <laughs> this, is, this is the Dartmouth radio hour on KMOX. Yeah. Uh, they, they might be unionizing. The basketball oh, team. Interesting. I know. We'll get Let's his Let's talk thoughts. about it. And we want to hear from you. 314-436-7900. This is the Chris and Amy Show on KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on on demand.
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Amy Mark scores with you and basketball players at Dartmouth will get a chance to vote on whether or not to unionize. I think this would be the first time the college athletes or a college athletic team would unionize the NLRB's regional director, the National Labor Relations Board, which oversees union representation votes for private employers, said that because Dartmouth has the right to control the work performed by the Dartmouth man's, men's basketball team and the players perform that work in exchange for compensation, I find that the petitioned for basketball players are employees. So this is not the first time there it's been attempted. You might remember that about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. the National Labor Relations Board, they, a, a regional director deemed that the Northwestern football team, that they could unionize within the national uh, panel overturned that decision. So Northwestern football was really close to getting there about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I think what's, what is, here's the issue with, college athletics to me and what the ruling means a lot of people believe is that this will lead to eventually collegiate athletes getting paid some kind of salary to to play the sport this is this is the way i see college athletics generally when it comes to players about 17 and a half billion dollars worth of revenue from 2022 that's what college sports generated mm for their universities and and for the leagues. And the players see none of that. I mean, they get scholarships, fine. You get your tuition paid for, but they, the difference between a student athlete and just a regular student is a typical student is not generating lots and lots of money for the university. A basketball team for a big school is generating a ton of money. A football team definitely generating Mm -hmm. a ton of money. You know, if you're, majoring in some sort of advanced mathematics, you're not generating money for your university in the same way. And what these players have said over the years is, hey, we want a cut of that, which is what the name, image, and likeness is. It was sort of a, I guess, a a, a compromise where the university said, well, we're not going to pay you, but, you know, you yeah. can be sponsored. You can You can do it the other way. I just I generally think that these players should get paid. Now, Dartmouth, their basketball team generates a little over a million bucks a year. It's not like, you know, they're they're not they're not uh, Kansas generating. Right. Nor, they're not Notre Dame football. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not. It's not the same sort of thing. But it doesn't mean they shouldn't get a little something because right now they don't have athletic scholarships at Dartmouth. You know, and I, I feel like there maybe legally we just create a new category because you, you have the NLRB saying, well, they perform a service. They, you know, have our product. They get money. Therefore, they're employees. But I think we all can read that and go, yeah, but it seems a little different with the college athlete that it's, you're right. It's not right that these athletes are generating billions of dollars. They don't see any of it. And I know a lot of these athletes get full rides to college. That counts as something for sure to not have any yeah, debt. Something. Yeah. But I also don't feel right calling college athletes employees. It's There's got to be a new category. Maybe they have to create a new category. And that would be fine, too, as long as they're getting compensated Yeah. to me. You can call them whatever you want to, but 
I think they should be compensated just because of the revenue they generate for their schools. He's Chris Ranji. I'm Amy Mark Scores. Hey, it's almost time for pitchers and catchers to report. That means we're going to talk Cardinals promotions and theme nights with Megan Eberhardt of the Cardinals, the Cardinals Director of Promotions and Events, next. Chris Ranji, Amy Mark Scores here with you, and I am so excited because Megan Eberhardt, the Cardinals Director of Promotions and events is in studio. And when Megan is in studio, that means all the best Cardinals swag and giveaways and theme nights is also in studio. And she had yeah. two giant bags of Cardinals giveaway. Oh, of course and this she is just a fraction, Amy. And this is just a fraction. Man, pitchers and catchers Great. report in what? A few days, a handful of yeah. days. This is uh, getting me pretty pumped for the season. How are you doing, Megan? So good. Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for being in. I know the off season. Is that when things really get crazy for you because you have to make sure everything is done and ready to go? Yeah, it is just madness in the office. Once January 1st hits, people hit the ground running. People are excited to talk about Cardinals baseball again. And we are just working so hard to create a great season for the fans next year. Awesome. Well, um, if people are watching on our live stream, they can see that I am wearing (laughs) some of the giveaways. But I want to start where you want to start. I don't even know. We just have uh, like a Barney bag full of stuff, <laughs> just fun, fun samples. And so oh, I'm going to start, start with my favorite, which has to be the purse. I know we've talked about this time yep. and time and time again. This year, it's a different. It's a camel color purse, kind of like a glove color. Yep. And then it comes with a gold metal strap. And then it has um, like it's like a belt style crossbody strap and there are three different versions and so it's a mystery concept you guys know i love a good mystery yep. and so fans will not know which strap they get until they come through the gates and then this will actually work on the belt bag later in the season oh so you excellent. have to come get both when is the per is that mother's day it's the weekend before mother's day okay the weekend before mother's day is the cardinal's purse and you get a surprise strap yeah very nice very trendy i love it a well, lot well uh, Megan, first of all, thanks for coming in when I'm sick and I can't be there I and know, I can't I see you. any of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, well, uh, if you missed me, you would wait until next week. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be so, back. <laughs> yeah. So, so beyond uh, beyond the purse, I see Amy with this uh, Cardinals hat on her head. It's a giant red bird. Yeah, and it's that... a it's an ear warmer, I guess. What is what's I'm, going on here? I mean, it's a it's a Cardinal sitting on my head. And it's his, a plush. And he's, it's like a, yeah, okay, so it's a hat, though, but it's yeah. an awesome, like, plush toy, like a teddy bear quality. Yeah. And so Chip and Brad wore that on one of our broadcasts on Valley Sports Midwest last season. And they, <laughs> so the fans called them and said, how do we get a Cardinals version with the Cardinal logo on one of the wings? So we made it into a gate giveaway coming up in April. I love it. That's pretty, pretty sweet. Okay, so then this is for all ages. Yeah. 25,000 fans coming through the gates. Honestly, I'm going to post. What is that? Yeah. It's in April. April? Okay. Yeah. This is pretty awesome. And also, awesome. I see, I see. Are, are those ski goggles that Amy's wearing? <laughs> yeah. They're I'm trying to get is a Is that picture. for the champagne? <laughs> is that for a champagne celebration? That's right. Definitely could be used for that later in the season. But this is for the kids. It's that trendy look that kids are wearing in sunglasses these days. And that's in May. It looks like Oakley sunglasses. It does. It's got the... That's what... So initially, these sunglasses, which are like Cardinals Oakley sunglasses, were on a plush toy. Let me (laughs) grab that. Oh, the Build-A-Bear. 
Okay, it's a Build-A-Bear, and I thought this might be the giveaway of all giveaways if you're giving away a Build-A-Bear with Oakley sunglasses that you can wear. <laughs> but these are, these are like I said, they're not actually Oakleys, but they look like yes. Oakley sunglasses. These are for kids. Yes, very um, popular with the tween age group right now. They're awesome. And then I have a Build-A-Bear giveaway. Is this a theme night? No, that's a gate giveaway are in you September. Serious? Yeah, isn't it so wow. cute? It's a little plush bear wearing a red cardinal hoodie. They're so cute. The kids love to collect those. I swear, my kids love them. Yeah, this is really nice. It's a really soft, plush uh, teddy bear giveaway. So when is this? That's in September. September. All right. And we see. love jerseys. We love other sports teams' jerseys. And so we, we've we done hockey before. We've bringing that back. We've done soccer. Of course, that's back. But new this year that I'm super excited okay. about is a basketball jersey. I'll hold it up so Amy can see it. see it. Oh, sweet. So it's a red Cardinals basketball jersey, and then the trim, like around the neck and the arm, is blue, navy blue. And then the sides have, there are two side panels, navy blue side panels, with white stars and the Cardinals logo on it. Very cool. It's going to be perfectly timed with the Summer Olympics. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. I also have in my hands a puzzle, and it is a 200-piece Adam Wainwright puzzle 200 career career wins it's like a montage of pictures yeah so it's his whole career you can see whenever he started with the cardinals his first headshot and it has unique elements on it and i've loved this idea of a puzzle we've never done it for a gate giveaway and i think it's going to be really fun that people can take with them go home and then put the puzzle together multiple times all right ronj do you want to ask about this one I can't see oh, it. Oh, is so. that the... Okay, so that's Albert, right? Is that Albert... No, it's, it's uh, Jose Okendo. So Jose Okendo. Right? Jose, yeah. Jose Okendo. Okendo, yeah. Jose Okendo. It is the uh, Cardinals Hall of Fame bobblehead, yes, right? And there, there's wow. one for him and Jason Isringhausen. Yes, yeah. Good job. Okay, okay. this one... I can see it. Is this... Well, a... actually, I have, a bob... I have another bobblehead question. Okay. Amy, Amy would like a word with you on uh, the Peppermint Patty bobblehead. <laughs> Wait, it cut out. Oh, Oh, the pe- <laughs> Amy. Amy has a okay. word. She would. She would like to fair. say something about peppermint patty. Okay. No. Okay. So here's the thing, and I was informed why I was wrong. Okay. Later on, I said, "Oh, that's cool. Uh, they're going to have a Charlie Brown peanuts night at the ballpark, and the giveaway is peppermint patty." And I thought, "Oh, that's an odd choice." Like. She's not a main character. It's not Charlie Brown. It's not Snoopy. It's not Woodstock. It's Peppermint Patty. And so I just was curious as to why you picked Peppermint Patty. Where have you been? That's what everybody (laughs) said. (laughs) We have made it that far down the list where, yes, we to complete the set, we are on Peppermint Patty. (laughs) Good observation. Yeah. Uh, That's we had textures. Like, where have you been? <laughs> so that's my fault. That's my bad. Okay, let me reach into the bag here. You can hear it's like a Mary Poppins bag. Oh, this is great. Okay, um, this. Yes, this is the turn ahead the clock jersey. So the team wore this in 1998, and they and it was across the league. Every team wore it. And it's they predicted what baseball jerseys would look like in the future in the year <laughs> 2023, which it, Clearly, they were way wrong. And so, as you can see, it's a white body. It's got the black sleeves where it's kind of cut off. It's yep. got silver trim on it. The birds are robo- robotic mm-hmm. on a bat. And um, so, we decided we had to replicate that for this year. It's something fun, something different. So, they wore it in 99? 
98. Yeah. Why do I not? I mean, I don't remember that at all. Do you a a lot of teams did that. I, yeah. I do oh, feel God. like over the years, a lot of teams have done a uh, turn the clock ahead kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm taking this. Well, it's for kids. Oh, little fit. <laughs> <laughs> but Amy's holding up our neon kids jersey. So it's our traditional Cardinals script, Birds on the Bat logo. But it's a black jersey and it has neon pink, neon yellow, neon blue. Something fun that the kids, something different for their wardrobe. I love it. Or I think it will fit um, not too tall adults. Yeah. <laughs> like if you are yeah. a smaller frame, you could probably fit because it's, to- you. I guess a kid has to get it, but. Yeah, they can give it to their grown up. Yeah, I think so for sure. All right, here, I'm holding up now a white baseball Oh, it's mitt. a glove. Yeah, we used to do gloves for kids many, many, many years. We took some time off and we're back partnering with Rawlings for this kids glove giveaway. It's really nice. It's white. It's a really good size. I see it all over the t-ball games that I go to, but mm-hmm. then also the softball games for my older daughter. So, but you can like this is a real club. Well, yeah, it's Rawlings Club, and you can play with it. You can play with it. It's and this is a giveaway. It is. The Cardinals have you, to be the most generous baseball team. <laughs> this is unbelievable stuff. This is like Christmas Day. It is. It, it looks like a. It looks like a baseball. It's got red stitching. Yeah, as Megan said, it looks very cool. Do you, do you know what the okay uh, unless they changed the rule because that glove is white do you yeah. know that if you were a pitcher you would not be allowed to use yeah. it yeah yeah oh yeah, really Megan knows. Mm-hmm. yeah because it it's confusing yeah maybe that's why they're so generous is they got a discount on the color <laughs> paint I don't think that's <laughs> so you're saying the Cardinals you're saying Megan is only generous because she gets a discount? I'm just saying. I do love a good discount. That's right. Well, everybody loves a discount. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's not our story. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. They're We're just generous. We're giving away this glove because it's the cheapest. No, it's not. It's an awesome <laughs> an awesome glove this is honestly if you guys aren't watching the live stream you're really missing out i'm gonna post some stills because here we go i'm grabbing oh my gosh this is so exciting megan has ronge you could not have picked of course why do you bring every megan why did you bring everything in today this is amazing you could not have picked a worse day to not be in studio okay i'm gonna oh my gosh is this a stanley (gasps) is this a stanley cup it's a stanley musual cup this is a Stanley Mutual oh <laughs> cup. You okay, guys, so it looks like people are going to lose their mind. Oh my gosh! And it's the retro logo. logo. Like that's the, very great. The cream yeah. color. That's great. We hope that we have the demands at the gates that day that other retail stores have seen recently. Yeah. What day is this? Hmm. Good question. Okay. Remember my cheat sheet I said I lost? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Cardinals.com slash promotions. Cardinals.com slash promotions. And tickets, you can buy tickets now. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Every ticket is available. Single game, season tickets, all-inclusive. I would say you need to do that now if you want the Stanley Usual Cup. This is incredible. Actually, Um, it's my birthday. I think it's June 22nd. June 22nd. And it's like a cream color. It's got the old Cardinals logo on it. This is incredible. I know I need to And by the way, just looking at the schedule... You have multiple dates where there are different um, tumbler, you know, Stanley Cup styled tumblers. For the theme nights, there, there, yeah. There are a bunch of theme nights yeah. uh, going on, like Illinois, Missouri, you know, Mizzou, Slew's got one. You got a lot of those coming up yeah. throughout the year. Wow. these This is so cool. The Cardinals are the best. Now, I'm holding up, it's like a golf shirt. It's a polo. A polo. It's got the STL logo in light blue, navy blue, and red, and a little embroidered Cardinals logo on the left pocket 
Yeah. Just so it's that performance material. It's super moisture wicking. It's people are going to wear it all over the golf courses all season long. That's incredible. Okay. I'm all- this one I'm so excited oh for. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a layered look without being layered. So it has just our standard home white jersey. It's got Stiefel on the side. And it has a hood underneath it and long sleeves. So it's like you're wearing a red hoodie with a jersey over it. Look at that. It's really cool, you guys. That looks very cool. So, yeah, yep. it looks that like one was really fun to design. A, like a thin, lightweight red hoodie with a Cardinals jersey over the top is what it looks yeah, it's like. It's all one piece. Yeah, it's, we saw that lot look a lot in the postseason. So I think we're kind of willing it, right? If everyone looks the part. I love it. I love it. And um, this, oh, here. Yeah, that's an April giveaway. It's a lightweight hooded pullover. It's got the Angry Bird logo that everybody loves on the front, and it's a light victory blue. I love it. I like the that one. That's blue. a good one. Yeah, that's, that's in good. April. Excellent. All right, I know we're running out of time. There's too many. Okay, here's okay. the other bobblehead with Jason Isring housing. Housing. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. And Adam Wainwright and his puppy. Um, Jordan Walker. Or Jordan Walker. This oh, Jordan, Jordan Walker. Walker bobblehead. Yeah. This is. Oh my gosh. Incredible. And then Cardinals.com/slash/theme. Yep. All right. You got to go there and look and see all these all this great stuff. And here is a navy blue. Oh my gosh, is this a pullover? It's like a, a full zip. A full zip. Ronj, look at this. Look at that bad boy. Wow. Okay. You're killing it this year, Megan. Oh, you're, you. you always do, but you're absolutely you. killing it. Um, I know we got to go. These are we're going to have you on again, right? Yes, I will definitely be back. And we can go hey, on I have, and go over this stuff. I have one question. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure this is out of your area. Ooh, but do I you have it. any idea? Any idea what the City Connect jerseys are going to look like? <laughs> I do. Oh, so can, nope, what can you tell nope, us? No. Can you tell us anything about that the City That was a yes Connects? or no, and I just said yes. Well, that, that was the first question. Nope, this, no. is called a, this is a follow-up. No, no. I What's, what is one no. main color? <laughs> no. Is there a primary color? <laughs> no. Can you, what is it rhyme Megan, with? Megan, come on. <gasps> what is it Absolutely rhyme? not. Rhyme no way. <laughs> what is... What is, yeah, what is, okay, so what's not a main color in it? Purple. Okay, okay what else isn't a main color in it? <laughs> not playing this game. Well. When do we get to find out about the City Connect? Sooner I than you think. Know. Okay. Sooner so what does that mean, a week? Um, they have really strict rules on when we can announce it, when we can release it, when we can wear it. So I probably I'm, haven't said too much for, right there. Do, do you like it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm really excited about the City Connects. Okay, a lot of teams have done these. I can't wait these. to talk to you about it once we finally Oh, my can. God. I can't. Let's okay, do this. Okay, so this is in your area. Kind of. Okay. Okay. All right. Here's what all we're right, going to do. When, I think we got to go. We, can, we, we do have to. Megan, was, Megan is giving you she, okay. daggers. <laughs> okay, daggers I'm sorry. with her eyes aimed at you. Glad I'm not there now. I know. When we can talk about it, we'll have you back in studio. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because we got to have Megan back in. I've still been... I've I've been pitching all the time my QVC yeah. idea about rain delay television theater yeah. where you and I can do a QVC style promo for all of this incredible stuff. We got to book our studio. We do. We yeah. do. Website go to cardinals.com slash promotions. Do it. We'll see you at the ballpark. Thank you, Megan. He's Thank Chris you. Ranji. I'm Amy Mark Scores. This is the Chris and Amy Show on KMOX. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned.
Country music legend Toby Keith has passed away from stomach cancer. He was 62 years old. And, Ron, I forgot how many songs, how many popular songs in country music that Toby Keith has produced, I mean, over the course of decades. Well, he's one of those guys who it's all right. I have to preface this by saying I am not. A, I'm not the biggest country music mm-hmm. fan. There are quite a few songs that I'll hear. I can't tell you who sings them, and I'll say, oh, I like that one. Uh, there are a few Eric Church songs that I know of that I like. For example, I know the Springsteen song is great. But Toby Keith is one of those where I, I've i spent a lot of time, for somebody who doesn't like country that mm-hmm. much, I've spent a lot of time in country bars because I have a lot of friends who who love country music. And I, over the last 10, 12 years, have been in a lot of those places and spent many, many nights. So I'll hear one of his songs and then I'll say, oh, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. I like that one, too. The Solo Cup one I knew. But there was one (laughs) um, there was one just a couple. uh, I think it was maybe the second song in. Uh, I'm not sure what it was, but then I I thought, oh, I didn't realize that was him. I'd see. I just did it in the few songs we just played. I had that epiphany yeah and i think the beer for my horses that also was willie nelson was in that song um and what's crazy is that should have been a cowboy the first song that we played was from 1993 and then beer for my horses was 2002 and just went on and on but uh battle with stomach cancer bobby bones he is the uh they're like the country music station dj out of nashville he opened for toby keith on tour and he wrote on x So sad to hear about Toby Keith dying. Wow, he was just with us in studio and seemed super positive. I've had the honor of opening for him on his tour, playing with him at festivals, and having him in studio many times, gathering notes and thoughts to talk about it. Um, And so he was going to do a longer note uh, about Toby Keith, but definitely a legend in the country music world. Yeah, and for again, when you hear a song of his and then you realize that was his and it just sort of mm-hmm. sort of permeates, that's a testament to him. Should have been a cowboy. That that was the one. I I have heard that. I can't even tell you how many times and I did not realize that was him. He's Chris Ronji. I love that one. It's good. I'm Amy Mark scores more of the Chris and Amy show next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 